Welcome back, Powerhouse Coaches. It's your host, Dr. Amanda, and you're listening to the Coaching Business Growth Roadmap. This is a limited series podcast for coaches, consultants, and service-based business owners to get the exact, practical, actionable law of attraction steps to take to build a six-figure business. And this episode is gonna focus on step number two of our roadmap, how to set up your business entity for six-figure success. But first, if you're just plugging into this limited series podcast, be sure to go back to the beginning and listen to these episodes in order because I'm giving you the steps to take in sequential order and everything builds on itself. So you don't wanna just jump in here and miss key information in the previous episodes. So if you're just plugging into this coaching business growth roadmap, then you wanna go to start here, the episode that says start here and start there. Then listen to the episode about which zone you're in to identify if you're in zone one, two, three, or four in coaching business growth, and then step one, and then you would be on step two. So additionally, there is a downloadable supplemental workbook. So be sure to go to the show notes to get that because this will help you implement what you're learning as you move along these 12 steps. So let's get to step two, how to set up your business entity for six-figure success. I know this one is not a sexy topic. (laughs) When I was planning this limited series, I thought, am I really going to put this one in there? Because it's not all that fun, yet it's essential. And if you are going to be a six-figure business owner, you've got to treat your business like a business. If you haven't listened to my Inner Power Entrepreneur podcast yet, in episode 14 of the Inner Power Entrepreneur podcast, so it would be season four, episode 14, I talk about this topic, are you a professional or an amateur? How to stop making excuses and be a professional. And this came from reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. He says, professionals stick to a schedule amateurs let life get in the way. And I would add in today's lesson, let's play with this. Amateurs see all the roadblocks and professionals get resourceful to manifest what they want. And what I mean by this is that I hear time and time again, people saying, oh my God, I don't know how to set up the LLC. It freaks me out. This, you know, they make a whole bunch of excuses and justifications about why they're not doing it. And this is the thing that holds them back from starting a successful business or being a powerful business owner. And so if you're listening to this and you've already set up your LLC and you already have a checking account, all these things set up, then hey, you could probably skip this one and move to the next step. I do know that many people who come to me in business, they either haven't set these things up to treat it like a business. They sometimes have their expenses intermingled. They have their coaching income coming into their personal accounts. You don't want to do this. You want to get clean, crisp, clear that you are building a business and a business requires a legal entity. And I don't want this step to stop you up or block you from success because you don't have the right mindset around it. Remember, amateurs see all the roadblocks, professionals get resourceful to manifest what they want. So this is, you know, if we tie this back to our last episode where we talked about the manifestation formula, you want to decide with certainty and clarity what you want, take steps in the direction and let the universe bring you the way. So in this step, here, you're going to decide with certainty and clarity, I am ready to be a business owner who is set up for six-figure success. What that means is I'm going to drop my excuses and I'm going to treat it like a professional business. 
think about a store owner. If you had a storefront, you wouldn't go to the storefront and they have no signs posted about their hours that they're in operation. Their store's a mess. They don't set boundaries around that. Then when you go to pay, they don't have the right change in the drawer because they haven't made sense of their money. <laughs> that would be the same as you not setting up your business entity and not figuring out how to separate your checking accounts. Like that's what that would look like. And you would never go back to that store again because you'd think, wow, these, this store really doesn't know what it's doing. And it's not a serious business. You are a serious business owner and serious business owners who are ready and willing and and inspired to get to six figures are going to set this up successfully. So that's really the law of attraction perspective here. I want you to know that it is 100% possible to get to six figures and it takes the mindset of you owning your power as a serious entrepreneur, as a serious coach, as a serious business entity. So when we're talking about these five steps that are business essentials, it's a checklist that you wanna walk through just check it off, get it done and move on. This doesn't need to be something that stops you up for a long time. I have had people come to me who can get stuck on this one for months. And really that's an unconscious block that you're afraid to take the leap into owner into building a business. When I set up my business entity, when I decided to start a business, I went to this workshop that completely blew my mind and changed my life. And I realized I wanna be a coach. The next day I set up my business entity in an hour. It's It doesn't have to be a big deal. So here are the five steps that you're going to take and you want to move down this checklist and check them off step by step. If you've already done this, awesome, then move on to the next step. So step number one here within this checklist is create an LLC. Don't be scared of this. It's so simple. Google how to set up an LLC online and it's different for each state, the fees. You can do this all by yourself. In Colorado, where I am from, it's 50 bucks and takes 30 minutes to set up. If you've never done this before, type into YouTube University how to set up an LLC and you can literally watch videos that will walk you through how to fill out the forms. It's very simple. If this freaks you out and you want legal help, then hire someone on LegalZoom. They can do a free package all the way up to a $299 package plus the state filing fee. And state filing fees are gonna vary state to state. So I'm in Colorado, it's one of the lowest filing fees. It's only 50 bucks to set up an LLC. In Massachusetts, it's around $500 and that's the most expensive. So, you know, consider those things. And I also want you to think, if I'm setting this up right, I'm willing to pay for my business to get set up legally correctly so that I'm laying the foundation for the future of success. So this cost is one of those essential costs that you're going to incur to get yourself started. So when I say don't freak out about this step, sometimes the blocked stuck point for people is naming their entity. And I don't want you to get stuck here. And here's the reason why. I promise you that if you're at this stage of the game where you're just starting to set these things up, you are probably going to go through a few rebrands over time. <laughs> and I know that this might seem surprising to you. I know when I started my business, I never thought that that would be the case. And I've rebranded things so many times. So I set up my business entity to be Amanda Barrientes Institute LLC. Then 
then when I started making money, I had my accountant and bookkeeper turn it into an S-corp where I pay myself a payroll. You don't need to think about all that yet if you're just getting started. Just think of a name that you can use that can get you going in that direction, and then you can do what's called a DBA, doing business as. This is an additional filing in Colorado, it's 10 bucks. So to do a DBA, now I have the DBA Inner Power Daily because I have a company called Inner Power Daily that is housed under Amanda Barrientes Institute LLC right? So don't overthink these things. If you're like, oh my God, I'm freaking out about, you know, I don't know my brand name yet and I don't know what I want to call my company, then use your name and add institute, add academy, add enterprises, you know, so it could be your name, enterprises, LLC. Uh, Come up with a name that's just fun that you like and then you can do a DBA. So Don't get hung up on the brand identity yet. Like I said, if you go back to our zones, in zone one, you are struggling with manic imposter zone and in zone two as well, you are going to have scattered brand identity because you just haven't figured it out yet. So it's unlikely that whatever you name your LLC now is going to be the one you stick with forever. It might be. Some people are clearer when they get started about what they want to do and they might have more marketing savvy or business experience and then yeah, name your LLC that. But don't let this be a stuck point for you. So if you need to just use a name that aligns for you and feels good right now and then you can do a DBA later and just do an amendment to it. So it's not a big deal if that's the case. So don't get stuck there. So number one, create an LLC. And then once you start making consistent income where you can pay yourself a regular paycheck, you're going to want to turn it into an S corp. This is going to give you the most tax shelter. And so I'm not going to go into that now because that's something that is down the road if you're just starting at this place right now. But keep that in mind that when you start paying yourself regularly, you're going to want to create an S corp to make the most money possible and have the best tax shelter. Number two, After you get your LLC, you're gonna apply for an EIN. This is your employer identification number. It's like the social security number for your business. You must have your LLC established to apply for an EIN and it's free, it's online, it takes less than 15 minutes. Again, Google it, how to apply for an EIN. The form will come up. You can do this as a sole proprietor without an LLC, so keep that in mind, but you're gonna run into some complications when it asks the questions about taking payments. And if you're a business owner and you're ready to make money, you're gonna be taking payments. So again, I just recommend going straight for the LLC, then setting up the EIN. Number three, open a business checking account. So in order to open a business checking account, you need an EIN and you need a business name. So you're gonna need that LLC name, you're gonna need the EIN, then you open up a business checking account. This is so that you can take payments from the customers that you're gonna be getting very soon. So you wanna have a business checking account. To find the best business checking account, I just recommend that you type into Google best business, best free business checking account. And I like NerdWallet will come up and give you the top recommendations and it usually gives you a chart of fees and different kinds of things like that. So I have one that's online. I don't use checks ever, so I can order checks if I want to, but I don't have to. It's an online checking account. It's free. There are options for savings accounts that are interest bearing and all kinds of cool stuff. So there are tons of options for free. You're going to need this in order to then set up number four, which is to open a PayPal or a Stripe account. So this might vary for you depending on your type of business. I know that there are different options out there based on your platform and what kind of payments they take. I started with PayPal at the time. That was what they had. Stripe wasn't really not 
a thing yet. And so I started with PayPal and that way people could give me money online. And even originally I actually worked with people in person and they would just give me handwritten checks. So I had checks, then I would deposit them into my mobile checking account that was business-based. And I never went to the bank or anything like that, just had the check deposited into my account. When you have an online shop, it's gonna connect typically to PayPal or Stripe or whatever platform you use. Sometimes they have their own payment service. So you're still gonna need a check, a business checking account to connect to that. And so to set up PayPal or Stripe, you're gonna need an email address and a checking account. And so that's how you would set that up. And it will ask your business entity and also your EIN on there as well. And they'll connect and verify your information so that it is all connected to you and your business entity. Number five, you're going to want a promo page. And I say promo page. I was going to say website, but I thought about this. When I started my business, I didn't send anybody to my website, which is funny because I had spent lots of time making a WordPress website that stunk. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. And I spent so much time in, you know, kind of that perfectionism imposter mode thinking my website's got to be perfect and I was looking at comparing it to all these people that were way down the line you know years and years and years in business and I was trying to make it like theirs you know all by myself for free not knowing what I was doing and that kept being the thing that was holding me back and when I went out into the world and started networking and getting clients not one single person went to my website for a long time no one went to my website until I started doing hybrid coaching programs where I would coach someone in the and they would do a course and then I had Kajabi which is still what I use if you want a free uh, link to a trial to Kajabi go to the show notes and you can get one it's an awesome all-in-one business platform that will you can run courses do your website do lead magnets opt-ins take payments all of that kind of stuff so it's a killer website and depending on your stage of business, that is not necessary to spend that kind of money yet. So if I were just starting up, I would use, you know, let's say Squarespace, there's Weebly, there's Wix, there are a lot of cool options. Just type in free website providers, free hosts, and start building something there. And then as you start getting paying clients, then up-level it. You can hire someone to help you. You can pay for the more expensive platforms and things like that. I just don't want you to get stuck on that thinking that it's gotta be this insanely awesome, amazing thing. Here's another example. And the reason I say number five is a promo page because I also have had clients who just use LinkedIn as the place that they send people to see what they're all about. And then they do consult calls and they never send anyone to a website at all. And so I, I want you to think about what kind of business you have and who you're targeting as your avatar, which we're gonna walk through in steps. But right now, when you're thinking about what the promo page looks like, always be thinking when you're in the startup phase or the pre-six figure phase even, minimum viable product minimum viable product. And what I mean by that is don't overthink these things. Don't overly perfect them because you're gonna waste your time on perfectionism in that imposter zone area where you go, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. And so you can get really stuck in procrastination and lack of action and just hyper-focus on the details of making everything look polished and beautiful and then no one will even go there because then you have this great conversation in person and you have that client converted in person and they never even go to your website and you're like oh I was wasting a lot of time doing things that actually don't move the needle forward so don't want you to get stuck wasting time when we think about law of attraction principles and applying them to getting to six figures in our businesses fast we want to be 
time masters. We want to optimize our time, which means we're not wasting time on things that aren't actually bringing in income. And over developing a website when you really don't yet have brand identity and you probably aren't gonna send that many people there in the beginning is a bad use of your time. So is this the best use of my time at this moment in the game? No. So do something simple, do something easy that's just good enough to have you start attracting people and you just build it up to be better as more people come and as you have income coming in, okay? So let's recap the five-step business essentials checklist. Number one, create an LLC. Number two, apply for your EIN. Number three, open a business checking account. Number four, open a PayPal or Stripe account to take payments. And number three, a promo page. This could be a simple website, a LinkedIn profile, something of that sort. All right, that's it for this episode. If you haven't yet downloaded the supplemental workbook, go to the link in the show notes and you'll get checklists and action steps that go along with this limited series podcast, The Coaching Business Growth Roadmap. I'll see you in the next episode where you're going to learn step three, how to conduct market validation research so you don't waste time, energy, and money on creating offerings that don't sell. Until then, I'm sending you strategic coaching business superpower high fives.